action. What's up? What's up? How are you, Jake? I'm good. I'm good. I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone went out last night. Uh, feeling it the next day. I'm not not young anymore. I was um, I was your Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I wasn't too uh, crazy actually. Not running any uh, e-com clients yeah. at the moment, so thankfully it wasn't too yeah. ridiculous. I did yeah, do a yeah. bit of spending. I actually bought something for an Insta ad, probably mm. for one of the first times ever, considering I've been running Insta ads for like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a pressure point mat called the Shakti mat. Shout out Shakti mat. Your ad, did it. Your ad did a very good job. of It was a really good video ad. It sold me. It does work. It does work. It does work. Mm. I do. I do. I do make a few um, impulse buy on advertising on Instagram, like from ads on Instagram. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Yeah, um, it does work sometimes. It does. My mum's been screwed over a few times. She's bought. She's like, oh, I saw this thing. This ad. It was great. And then she bought it, and it turns up, and it's like nothing like what is. <laughs> you know, I know loads of people. Everyone has had that. Has, has had that. Yeah, right. you gotta do a bit of research, you know. Like, but I'm 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 only saying that because, like, it's like you said, we're in we we're, we're in it. Mm. We're making ads. We know how they work, etc. So, uh, we know the the spiel. But yeah, I do I do a bit of research quickly. You know, like uh, you know, you check the the account, check the website, check the reviews. The fake yeah. reviews the fake website (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out the fake and stuff yeah yeah, all that stuff um all right what do we have uh today short episode another another one Mm -hmm. and uh this week we're going to talk about a couple of um good cool things that happened over black friday summer monday which um showed us marketers how to execute a great little activation with data the usage of data which data as content data as content which is um to this day very very underrated still too underrated i feel um we're talking a bit more about data these days um I guess in some industries because of uh, or thanks thanks to AI, mm-hmm. I think there's some some discussion around. You know, anyone could enable something with AI with their business, but it's even better if you've got a unique set of data. And I think it's the same kind of uh, things you can apply to marketing as well. And uh, yeah, it doesn't happen very very often. So the two things that we're uh, talking about uh, were from. Um, Shopify mm-hmm. and Stripe. Stripe. Um, have you seen that thing? The the Shopify the, the Shopify one the um, the the sphere thing in is it in Las Vegas? Yeah, they they created this sphere thing. The, the orb. The orb is that what it's called? The orb. I think it's called yeah. the orb. And it's quite recent. Oh no, no, sorry, I'm wrong. It is, it is called sphere. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, already, uh, brands have been using it to project stuff onto it, and it's huge. Like mm-hmm. you should, uh, it's hard to describe in a podcast, but you can go just Google it, and yeah. check it out. And over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, Shopify um, 
projected their live data basically into that sphere uh, which was really cool and it was part of uh, a website that pulled into their back end into the, into the data made some of that you know live data people shopping all over the world uh, available to everyone to, for everyone to see and then they put that data in the real world uh, using the sphere which is uh, really ties up the whole thing quite nicely yeah it's very cool because the sphere is obviously a half dome it just looked like the. I'm sure everyone has probably seen it but for anyone that hasn't seen it Shopify did it it was like the world and you could see the transactions happening in I'm guessing real time at least it was the data was real time maybe the animation wasn't but yeah the idea was that you could see transaction happening like where it was taking place and where it, where it was if you buy if you're in a UK buying something from the US you would see that as like a trail um, so it's oh, super okay, cool yeah, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. a, like amazing activation and I think they got sent crazy like 4.2 million dollars per minute in sales and they showed you because obviously so many e-com brands run off Shopify they have all that data you don't necessarily think of I mean imagine having the data of every Shopify store all the crazy stuff you could do with it but they had like average yeah. basket values globally across all Shopify stores by minute and it's mad and if, if you have if you have the data and you can find a way to activate into something cool even if they didn't do the sphere thing if you could just go on the web like Stripes mm-hmm. one which we'll come on to in a minute which is this web interface it's still like really amazing thing to do and obviously get an absolute shitload of PR attention from the back of that exactly um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get on to the I guess the, the takeaways the insights that everyone can take from this because um it's pretty hard to make like a golden rule out of this, but there are some things that, you know, can help marketers out there think about their data and, and put a layer of marketing on top of, on top of it. Uh, yeah, the other one was very similar, minus the real world activation uh, was from Stripe. Very similar thing. They've got they had like a very nice uh, very website, cool. like you know MS DOS. Uh, style um, and uh, and you could see like yeah same it was like loading and a little bit interactive with a few different screens on the old looking computer and you could see the live data across across the um, the weekend I think it, it probably passed 13 billion dollars in um, transactions mm. um, when I when I shared it on my LinkedIn I think it was 12.7 um uh, billion so surely they passed they passed it i think i don't know if the website was still live or if they if they, they they locked them afterwards but um it was a, a very similar activation in a way that they they yeah um, the the shopify one is not live anymore but they generated a report and you can go and read the report yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. okay okay yeah, yeah um so yeah really cool a lot of people might have seen might have seen it but uh, yeah, if you haven't, uh, go go check it out. It's very 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 nice. Um, so there's a few things I think uh, that we can take away from that. Um, first of all, I think most, if not all, businesses like have some sort of data mm-hmm. around what they do. Um, but what you need to Fine is the right type of data to mix it up with the right memorable event that's yep. happening in the world. It's like, uh, what is the zeitgeist in your 
you know in in what you do whatever your business and can you add some layer of information that you have obviously it's easier if you're a tech business with mm. data or for example like a fintech as well there's a lot of data around banking there's a lot of data on things like that but um can you yeah can you attach a piece of data that you own that is uh, that you can make available to the public and can you put it together with something that's happening in the world so in this case black friday cyber monday everyone every year talks about how much more people can you know uh, consume. spend consume <laughs> consumerism so it was the the visualiz- visualization of all of uh, the world consumerism happening in front of our eyes uh, enabled by uh, by the data and um you need that that in return creates some virality because you combine those two the data and the event the virality doesn't have to come from a mechanism obviously i think those uh, the dashboard on stripe and thing like i'm sure there was a share button or something mm-hmm. but um mostly what they got is pr yeah literally every website on the internet will talk about it mm-hmm. um mostly the shopify one I, I think because of the las vegas sphere also like there, there's really cool content to take from from that but you get a lot of press usually that that works really well and people would just share that on social organically like i think when when you get that um when you get that mix right between the data the live event or what's happening in the world and um and how you visualize it people will share it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you don't really need, if you if you didn't put like a share button it's not it's not a big deal like it's still still work you know it'll still go crazy um but i thought yeah i i, I thought those were some of the ingredients i think that you need to have to kind of tap into that what yeah, do you think? It, yeah it's kind of like the modern day or the evolution of an infographic right there's <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you use your data to build some kind of static infographic thing but how can you do that in maybe in a live way or just somewhere that's slightly more interesting you know if you're a if you're a editorial site and you've got shit loads of editorial content or if you've just got loads of editorial content anyway maybe there's a way where you can turn it into like what the world's reading even though it's not the world right it's just your ecosystem of your site but it's like mm. the world that exists around you your brand what are they consuming? You know, if you talk about, I don't know, like if it's like news, you could create something about like what's the world worried about right now or yeah. if it's um, products. I guess to some extent you, you can you can see, you, you go to any e-com store for the last 10 years or so and there'll be like, you know, hot products at the moment, what people are looking at, what people are buying in that moment. But I think you can kind of take it back a step and be more... Um, how can you take it back and just say like this isn't not just a hot product but you know what are the categories that people are thinking about and maybe why are people thinking about those right now how can you connect it to some kind of meta bigger thing that's happening and how can you make it interesting or maybe you make it generative maybe you create like you have a live stream of generative like every product that's been browsed on your website or something and it's creating this like live piece of art i think there's lots of different angles you can come at yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to like attach a bit of creativity but i think um, there's a lot to do with um 
where people are in the world like even if you sell a product like if you're an e-com brand and you sell I don't know a blue dress and a red dress you know you could you 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 could create some like interesting like fun maybe not interesting but like fun content around like the blue versus the red in the UK mm. or mm. wherever the country you are you know like it could be like you you can make up something um based on you know where people are buying and what are they buying and if there is a potentially a story behind that and again with an event that's happening in the world that is relevant you know uh, and that and that is why i think that's that's the the point i was going to get to that is why these kind of campaigns are really rare to see because mm. not only you need like a top execution between your team internally, your data team, engineers, and marketing team, slash brand, but there's mm. a lot of teams involved to pull that off. Um, and you need the um, kind of reactive element to it. Well, in this case, it's easy because you piggyback off uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know it's happening. Mm. But if you can have um, a company where your teams are so aligned that whatever that's happening uh, happens in the world, you can make up a story and use your data to piggyback on top of, I think you'll be unstoppable. But that's also why no one's doing it because mm. it's so hard. Um, like internally, you know that um, data people are not marketers and marketers are not data people. To get to just those two teams to talk to each other mm. and being aligned on why is this important for me as a marketer and for the data people to recognize those moments as well it's it's not easy that's that's what that's where the usual like the friction the blockers are really to pull that off so mm. props to stripe and shopify to, to do that because yeah it's uh it's definitely not uh something that we see very often yeah yeah no i completely agree you definitely do need that like deep level of connection between teams but I, I reckon there's always an easier way that you can approach it as like an MVP let's say you're a, like an event planning app as long as you're collecting the data and ideally you've done that work up front and you have like a decent data infrastructure and you're collecting the events and the properties and all that kind of stuff you, that you use for your own marketing analysis or product analysis but uh, you're in, so you're an events app and you know the kind of events that people are creating or you know the events that people are RSVPing to or you know the locations people are drinking in how can you just like pull that out of let's say mix panel where you're keeping it and funnel it using I don't know whatever into uh, like TikTok so it could be like right now you know you're creating your TikTok content around the live activity that's happening in your app and it sounds like complex to do but in reality i don't think it would be too difficult to mm. you already have the report yeah. you already have your tiktok account you just need to manually at first create the content that you put out on tiktok and it's like this month you know people are the you know the world is like going crazy for i don't know what like line dancing events or something crazy like that and then you use that to inform like your tiktok strategy or you use that yeah, to inform yeah. your ads or you could do some cool um, activation on like TikTok Live or something like that, um, yeah, yeah. and doesn't really need too much more than marketing a product data that you have 
to hand already or that you should have to hand already and it's just another reason why yeah. your data infrastructure should be you know a, a decent priority for you up front yeah 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 no no, no I, uh, I get that there was um i remember like there was a good example of of uh, that um with a very different execution from uh monzo i think it was last year or two years ago they did um from the transaction data they did a map of the uk uh it was a social content but that went completely viral as well uh of where people uh go to pret versus greg's <laughs> yeah yeah and, see, yeah it's great and that's so again like it's not like it's not attaching yourself to an event in the calendar it's more like cultural mm, right mm. so you're playing around that's another aspect of of uh, the way you could utilize your data for like if there is like a debate in your country um something that people are you know you either this team or this team you you and you have the data to show uh, something interesting about it, then people will go crazy for that, and they will share it. Mm. Um, I like I like that kind of stuff. That's really um, that's really cool. But I, I agree. I think there is a there is a way to really shorten the the distance between data and the data team or the data itself and marketing, and just allow for that. Um, um, like the availability of the data and uh, and how much you can uh, play with it to be like a bit more available and a, a bit faster than it. it doesn't have to be that complicated yeah yeah um, exactly yeah if yeah, you're a marketplace yeah. it could be you know we both worked at street with marketplaces it could be like a, a weekly like supreme versus palace like bar chart that's moving based yeah, on the actual exactly. orders that have gone yeah, through it's super easy yeah. to create but it just lets Something people fun. rather than just saying come yeah. here and buy this shit it's like oh you know it shows a that people are using that, so it gives you that natural kind of built-in social proof because the numbers yeah. are based on real transactions. So that immediately like overcomes that hurdle if it's in an ad, and then also it just creates like a little like this is interesting. I want to click through, and these guys are doing something a bit different. So um, it can I think it can exactly. touch on quite a few points if you use it as an ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think what's missing, um, I think a lot of things that some company do could be more like the Stripe and the Shopify's of this weekend that we've just seen, but they just don't think about it this way. Mm -hmm. uh, another another example, which is, I guess, like the, the 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 other side of the spectrum, is companies that have data. I'll, I'll show you like a, an actual example, like Zoopla or Rightmove, mm -hmm. in, in the space that I'm in with, with Nude. Every year, they will do a report about first-time buyers, like first-time purchase in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. The way they put that report together is like the driest report you can think of. It's that it's a report, like even the name itself, like they create a report every mm. year, right? <laughs> People don't share reports. It's not yeah, shareable, yeah, yeah. right? So like I think what's missing a lot of time is not that you don't have the data. It's like if you even do something with it, but you're not doing the, it's not the right execution. Uh, what's the what's the other format that you could do? Like you said, like something more interactive, something that people want to share more, people, some something that journalists wants to share more because it's more visually uh, interesting to just to play with. Yeah, uh, something that is live, something that is moving. Like you said, like 
uh, gamify it a little bit. Um, I, th I think that's um, that requires time for creativity, and a lot of times in companies, that time is not really there's no there's no time for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> or there's yeah. too many cooks in the in the kitchen, and then eventually a great idea becomes a report of ten pages because you had to please uh, ten ten people's opinion on it. Um, yeah, but yeah, exactly. I think that's. Uh, yeah. But you got time now. But I think a lot of the time, people, brands, maybe not bigger brands. So Netaporte, for instance, we didn't have this problem because you have your marketing teams are completely aware of like the big seasonality moments and building the marketing campaigns around those way in advance, like a year in advance. But yeah. when you're at a startup or a, or a you know a smaller company, you generally have less time to do that. So that gets to November or October, and you're like, oh, we need to like put some snow on top of our fucking regular assets to make it Christmassy and it's like if you can try and consider everything that you've just said like okay we do this annual report we put it out how can we just start thinking about that take an hour a week of like working on how that's going to be in December but from January then by the time you get to December you have something that is like the two activations yeah. that we've just seen I mean there's no way that this, the Shopify one and the Stripe one haven't been in like mad work for the basically the, probably the whole year, maybe even longer than 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 yeah, you know, yeah. maybe even started last year. So um, there's definitely a thing around thinking ahead. Don't rush. A, you don't have to rush every campaign. Not every campaign has to be a big campaign, but pick a moment in the future. Think about how you can do something interesting. Make sure your data is in place to collect it. Collect the data from that point. Then start the process of turning it into something interesting. Yeah. And then you know you've given yourself some headroom to think about it. Yeah, and there's, there's so much space in the calendar for more things like that. The, la the, the laziest version that you can do is uh, um, Spotify uh, wrap-up mm -hmm, report. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if, the, if the best thing you can do is just copy... That's another great example, like uh, Spotify sharing your year in music. Yeah, That was a great idea to begin with, but then everyone started to, like... You know, wanting the to do wagon. the same thing, mm -hmm. right? It's like that doesn't apply f to ninety-nine percent of companies because mm -hmm. they're talking about music. Music is emotion. This tells something about you and your taste. Uh, doesn't apply to everything, right? Mm -hmm. So just pick something else. There's like so many other things happening in the world and other important dates in the calendar and things that uh, you can be reactive to. Um, yeah, doing a doing a wrap up report at the end of the year is uh, is played out. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you've also got data from things like your Hotjar account, and maybe you just do something super simple and super fun. Like we put, you know, two of the same color thing at the top of our landing page. You know, which one got the most attracted, the most clicks, and then it's, it's like basic and not super exciting. But you, as an example, but you can you have all of these data points that you can pull from yeah. so you don't have to just think what's my competitor doing just look at all your data points and just be like how can we make something fun out of this I mean there's yeah. all you know it doesn't even have to be particularly mind blowing you know there's people that watch we spoke about this in the past people that watch ice cubes melting on fucking twitch live streams you know so there's always an audience for something and if you can <laughs> position it in an interesting way it will get out there yeah. and people will find it interesting just by the nature that you're doing something a bit different yeah 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 yeah, yeah. do you think um, 
Was there anything else that you think uh, Shopify and Stripe could have done to make it even better? I was trying to think about that. I don't know. I mean, I saw I was made aware of it through the means that I'm sure they wanted it to grow by, by just seeing it in the feed in LinkedIn, seeing people talk about it, seeing people post about it. So I think in terms of distribution, they they obviously nailed it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of how you could make that better, I don't know. I mean, it would be, it's, it's obviously, a t- I read that it was like multiple hundreds of like petabytes worth of data to to do yeah. that. I mean, that was probably to deliver the whole Black Friday period for for Shopify, but to like crunch all those numbers in real time was obviously quite big. But if you could go onto like a dashboard and see in real time transactions that are happening or like the total value of a trend, all the transactions that happened this year on Shopify, I mean, that's kind of an interesting dashboard. They could have potentially extended the lifetime of it, but mm. they are probably thinking we want to keep this as an exciting moment that we drop every Black Friday. So yeah, if yeah, you yeah. keep it running for longer, then people would think like, that's boring. You know, that's been that's done true. now. That's true. I was thinking maybe, I think similarly to what you just said, like a little bit more, not gamification, but maybe um, some sort of like country rankings or Mm. like going a little bit more like, almost like creating some sort of competition for consumerism. I know it Mm. sounds bad, (laughs) but do you know, like if you, if you see, um, you see everything they're putting available and you, you can see the data and maybe you can drill into it a little bit more. Mm. Um, maybe something like that or like extracting what would be actually quite fun would have been to like out of, you see the big numbers. So it's like, it's, you can't even comprehend like how fast and how much money and, and, and things are being sold in those four days. When you see those dashboards, it's like the numbers are too big to even, you know, make your your mind around it yeah. but picking like a random a few random purchases from around the world keeping the people that you know anonymous could be maybe the extension of that campaign and then mm. they can use it for billboards and things like that you know like it's been done before you know like with tweets like i think t- twitter x did it with some like you know funny tweets and they use that for billboards like things mm. that kind of format like extracting that someone but like out of the you know billions and billions of uh, transactions someone bought like a rubber duck for two two dollars whatever you know like (laughs) somewhere someone somewhere yeah 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 and that that got shipped that maybe to highlight some like negative aspects maybe there's something there too like negative Mm. aspect to consumerism and and um you know the cost of things you know like uh like shipping yeah from from china to the u.s a two dollar rubber duck yeah uh to go to like somewhere in wisconsin or whatever yeah i mean um, the cost of the carbon emissions the cost to like offset the carbon emissions for all of those i mean there's no way Shopify is going to do that <laughs> because they want to empower <laughs> people to buy stuff but that would be interesting or well, i mean that yeah. reminds me of again shopify um again spotify using data as creative and they had the um the posters i saw them in london they were probably national where it was like to the one person who streamed adele at like 11 p.m on valentine's night and then so they're like using that using that very specific like down to the individual person obviously completely anonymously as and surfacing that as something interesting so yeah i think exactly to what you said if you could drill down or maybe you could you could filter so all the transactions that were happening you could filter by 
categories you could say like within e-com you could say like fashion or um you know technology or you could like pick two categories and see how they're competing over time and like where the where people mm. are buying more fashion where people are buying more technology and that kind of stuff would yeah, be interesting yeah. but obviously it's like a shitload more work for them to do for probably <laughs> not too much benefit really because people will found out about it already yeah, 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 or going as far as like, I don't know how many Mario's versus Luigi's are being bought. Like, you can, mm. like, you know, like, then you can anything that has like a, a counterpart or like a duo mm. or like a, you know, like a, a, a good guy, bad guy type thing. Mm. Uh, that, that could you could go quite far with that, or go down the like you said, like the carbon emission, and that's more like a. I would say like maybe like a negative tone to it, but there's definitely something around there. So maybe like some an extension around that could have been maybe like the next, the next level. Because I think you could argue a lot of people uh, that are not in marketing or in tech, uh, in pro- probably would have seen that and be like, yeah, that's cool. But then what? You know, mm. and so what? You know, mm. <laughs> and and so what? So yeah, maybe like something to attract the people that don't really care about the tech or the numbers or that kind of thing and like make it a bit more emotional for them like um the spotify example that you gave like really going deep into that one transaction that is like in isolation very Mm. um you know why it's been bought for who at what time and it triggers an emotion it's either like you know happy or sad or uh, just touching you know um yeah exactly and i mean it could it could also be hijacked from the other way so your brand could hijack something that a bigger brand is doing you know if you were greenpeace um and they were reactive enough and had the resource to do it they could have like somehow tapped into those numbers that were changing and done some kind of average you know the average shipping distance of all sales in 2023 and the carbon footprint for that and then just have their own version of that map changing based on the negative impact of that and i think um whenever you see like a big player doing something exciting it always gives you the opportunity to like feed off of that and create a yeah, different yeah, angle on something it. and yeah to hijack it yeah oh man i love that actually that's that's great yeah someone should have done that for sure and like literally you could create a website that reads the live number from their website stripe or shopify mm-hmm. pulls that number into your website as like just i'm sure it's doable you know yeah. from like from just from the code of the website and mirror that and then just yeah like you said apply the the negative aspect of it and 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 and, and shine a light on that mm. you should cool. sell that idea to greenpeace and they can pay me as a consultant yeah. to do that for next year <laughs> i've got one year to uh, to put it together yeah exactly. right man well there's actually that reminded me of one cool thing there's um there's a twitter account i can't remember what it's called but every day it goes through the um the weighting of male and female i think it's salary i think it's the salary difference between male and female employees at companies and then posts it and so it's like a twitter bot that does it all the time so it'll be like at bbc It'll be like the this is the difference between the male and female salaries at the BBC, and it's like a shaming bot that just yeah, goes yeah. just for all time just goes through companies' pub, um, public data doing that. So you know, someone could have done something like that on uh, on Twitter and probably would have blown up. Yeah, yeah, I love that. All okay. right. So I takeaway: think, um... the takeaway is you're using your data every day. It's interesting to you. Can you find something interesting? and spin it to your audience as an acquisition 
tactic and then can you take that to the next level and make something really cool and turn it into like a product I guess that's my takeaway yeah yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's, uh, that's mine too like yeah find the data layer it with something memorable from from the world either reactive or a date or something cultural and then yeah make it make it look interesting that the creativity part of it is uh, very important Mm. Um, and then if you're lucky it might go a bit viral might get some press people will talk about it and it will make your brand stand out for sure because there's only very few like the, the companies we mentioned in this episode uh, then there's, there's not that many more <laughs> that do that stuff. No, it's imagine pretty, imagine it's live, like you could live see people's coffee orders and Starbucks over the world across the world. That would be wicked. Oh yeah. Not that yeah. I like Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks, but just in general, like you go to Starbucks website <laughs> and you could drill right down into like where yeah. you live, and it's like ding 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 ding, like six flat whites every minute that are going off. That would be quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many. Uh, yeah, so many things. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast. We'll be back next week for another short episode and another interview on Tuesday. Um, yeah, have a good day.